Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are all so happy to be here, gathered together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to thank the Father for providing such a vehicle for us to gather together from all over the world, from nations all over the globe, coming together in his name to worship him, to receive from his bounty and his word and his blessing, and to lift one another in prayer and to present issues of concern before the righteous judge. We want to thank him. It's a privilege and honor to serve him, and I pray that each of you believe the same thing. We want to welcome all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church founded in the love of Christ Jesus our Lord, and we welcome you in his holy name. We want to invite each of you to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. Now, when the page comes up, across the banner at the top, you will see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Yes. When the page changes, sign in using your name the one on your birth certificate, amen? And then when it changes, uh, greet the saints in the name of the Lord, and the saints will greet you as well. Praise the Lord. You know, when you walk into a brick-and-mortar church, there are people there usually, and you greet them, and you say uh, whatever the appropriate greeting is, amen? No different here. When you come to church, Greet the saints in the name of the Lord. It's part of the word of God, and it's God's etiquette. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, if you're on a cell phone, you may use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when it comes up across the banner, you will see three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines. It will open up all the other links to you, and you may proceed with the directions that you have heard. Amen? We welcome you in the name of the Lord, and we look forward to you joining us again and again. We also here on Sundays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is in your time zone. Amen? Amen. If perchance you are not able to join us at that time, you may recast the message on our website 
under Archive Sermons. Just click the link that says Archive Sermons, and when the page changes, scroll down until you find the message that you're looking for. We praise the Lord for you, and we thank you for joining us in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Well, saints, it's March. Amen. Praise the Lord. Time is surely marching on, and although events in life are rapidly forming and coming together to do just what the Bible says is going to happen, we know that we are in the Lord's hands. Amen. And soon and very soon, we will be going to see the king. So we want to be ready. We want to be ready no matter what it costs us. So we will obey the Lord and humble ourselves and do what he says to do. Praise God. Because he says in the Bible that we must do what he says to do. So we know that faith without works is dead. So we encourage you to add obedience to your faith. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So let's get on with what the Lord has planned for us this evening. And we want to thank the Lord for all the miracles that we've been experiencing, all the wonderful changes that are being made in the lives of the believers, and all of the spiritual, emotional, mental, and financial growth that's taking place in this ministry. Amen? Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we want to thank you for yet another opportunity to come before your throne. We thank you that you have gathered together with us and you are here in our midst because the Bible says that where two or three of us are gathered together in your name, you're here in our midst, in our very presence. So we thank you, Lord, for drawing us together and reminding us that you are ever-present. You are ever-present with us. You hear us. You see us. You know everything about us. You are not off far away on some cloud. No, Lord, you live within the believer. Amen? Christ in us. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the meaning and significance of the scriptures in our lives. They teach us many things, and among them is to cherish our young people. Yes, Father, we cherish our young people in this ministry. We cherish them for who they are not for who we think they ought to become, but for who they really are, the individuals that they are right now, Father, as they're blossoming and growing and becoming men and women of God. We want to thank you. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you tonight on behalf of our young people. They need your unfailing love, your wisdom, your guidance. We thank you 
for your willingness to supply all of their needs according to your riches and glory. Lord, supply those needs in the power of your might. Keep them, Lord, and protect them from the evil one. Convict them of their need for you at all times. Draw them to the abundant life in you. We praise you and thank you, Father, that you have a plan and a purpose for each of their lives. We ask, Lord, that you reveal your will to each of them to honor and remember you in the days of their youth before the days of trouble come as the years go by. We thank you, Lord, for being the guide of our young people. We pray for young people in general. We pray for the Young People in Miracle Outreach Ministry, and in particular that they would find you and grow close to you and be set free from the prevailing philosophies, behaviors, culture, deceptions, lies, temptations, traps, and snares of our day. We take authority, dominion, and power over the work of the enemy in their lives. We bind his work. We bind every entrance place. We bind every strong man in their lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift them before you, and we ask you to bless them with what we call common sense. We ask you to bless them, Lord, with common sense. We teach them, Lord, to seek you. For every decision, every answer, every solution to every need in their lives. We ask you, Father, to continually remind them to do this. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. Heavenly Father, we pray that our young people will always grow up in you in all things. Help them to learn your ways because your ways are perfect and your word is true. Lead them in the paths of righteousness for your namesake. May they always remember that fearing, respecting, and reverencing you is the beginning of all wisdom. Bless them so that they will always be spiritually stalwart, mentally alert, and physically healthy in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the blessings that our young people are to us in this ministry. Help them, Lord, in times when you would desire for them to share their faith with other young people to do it the way you would desire for it to be done, Lord. 
We ask, Father, that you would use them as instruments of righteousness and instruments of evangelism. We ask, Lord, that in this upcoming revival, Father, that you would include them, that they would be a part, that they would find out what the move of God really is and how powerful and strong their God is on their behalf. We thank you, Father, for teaching them the scriptures, teaching them the word of God, causing them to remember it and to hide the word in their hearts so that they will not sin against you. We take authority, dominion, and power over the plans of the evil one for their lives. We bind his evil works, his evil plans, his evil plots in the name of Jesus and his agents in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that they will come to mature into sound, faithful, prosperous Christians, prosperous spiritually, prosperous in their soul, and prosperous in their bodies. We ask you for help and strength for them, Father, in the days ahead, Father. Give them wisdom beyond their years. We plead the blood of Jesus over each of them. We submerge them under the blood of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, by your loving kindness to draw them even closer to you, Father. And we give you praise, glory, and honor for what you will do, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, Lord, our young people need to have clear examples in their own personal lives how their faith really does work, that God is not off somewhere on the other side of the clouds and he's too busy to listen to their prayers and too busy to get personally involved in their lives because that's simply not the truth. Amen? Teach them that you already have the answer to the problem if they'll but seek your faith for it. And teach the adults while you're at it, Lord. They need to learn too, in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord, that as we cast down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every evil thought, that it's easier for us when we bind those wicked thoughts in the name of Jesus to cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. We thank you for the armor of God. We pray, Lord, that you teach our young people how to use their armor in warfare. We thank you, Lord, for the shield of faith so that we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We thank you for the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are the head and not the tail, and that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We know that you're, you are our shepherd, Lord, so we shall not want. Amen? No need for fear. Jesus is in control. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, 
and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We find every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We come out of agreement with Satan, his agents and their wicked powers in Jesus' name. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the palities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons, and their attacks. Rita, Rusha, da In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We particularly thank you for binding the electronic, digital, technology demons and their attacks and the attackers in Jesus' name. We send those attacks right back where they came from, according to the covenant, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. Amen. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing, and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water and marines. We bind every Witch, warlock, wizard, astral projector that goes under the sea. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind all water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits, all passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits and their attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits and their attacks. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Risha, 
We break and destroy those weapons in Jesus' holy name. We break and destroy those weapons. We destroy those weapons. Father, we ask that you destroy those weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons by binding all vibrations which are demons. Father, whatever technological, digital, radio frequency, sonic or audio weapon that the enemy is using against any of us, we ask that you completely destroy those weapons in Jesus' name. Completely disable them so that they can never, ever be used again in Jesus' name. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the glory. We bind all remote viewing and the apparatus of remote viewing. We ask you to destroy those things as well in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. We thank you. We give you the praise. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. We bind all hypnotic trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, and we ask, Father, that these weapons be completely destroyed. In Jesus' name, we bind all 5G and their components. We bind everything coming off the cell towers, everything coming through our devices, and everything coming off the satellites. We separate in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you release your warring host against all the connections and the satellites that they use to attack human beings in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, we thank you and we give you praise, Father. We ask you to disconnect the satellites, Father. And forbid any reconnection that can be used against humans in Jesus' name. We ask you to destroy the connections, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask that you release your heavenly host against those things, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask, Father, that you disable 5G. 
as it is used against your people in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. Amen. We bind all listening devices, devices that are used to spy on humans in their privacy. We bind those devices and their ability to carry out those functions in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We bind all hypnotic and trans devils in their attacks on mystic rituals and their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, global cabals in Jesus' holy name, indigenous groups, tribal groups, groups we've never heard of. We bind their witchcraft, their voodoo, their hoodoo, their idolatries in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer. All hypnotic and trance devils in their attack, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. All shape-shifting spirits, we bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus. We bind the power of the, of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils and satanic worship and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents in the name of Jesus. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, 
and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, men, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website. Returning to sender all witchcraft, black magic, and jujus through wizardry in the name of Jesus. Rolaladi and Nigerian evil in the name of Jesus Christ. All Chaldean witchcraft, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return to sender. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, lies, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes and the works and spirits and works of the oppressors. We bind the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, Anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, and all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in 72. We chain you on with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name, and we put you in the spiritual cages in the name of Jesus Christ. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, 
pledge and act in the name of Jesus Christ along with the associated organizations. We bind the powers, the wicked powers that they use in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all in Jesus' holy name and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control and intimidations in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for just, Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, in particular uh, persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power, and we command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us to be bound and leave us now. We loose ourselves from such demonic activity in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We disconnect our computers, our cell phones from the demonic realm and from every demon in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send any curses, any demonic activity coming across those lines back uh, in the name where they came from, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we cover ourselves and our transportation in the blood of Jesus. We uh, cover the road we travel in the name of Jesus, with the blood, and we take authority, dominion, and power over every interference, every potential accident, tragedy, collision, breakdown, whatever the interference may be, Father, in the name of Jesus, and even objects in the road. 
or animals crossing the road. Riki sirro dororia kia she. Re lerario surra kahatara brisetarabri. Isha mama 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 rugu dorobrisetarabrika de didiela de diosota. Re kisiterabrisetarabrukohorekiasa. We pray for the drivers and for the animals in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves, Father, and ruko all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night and day, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away and ask for giant warrior angels to protect us and our property as we sleep through the day and night. We thank you for the fiery wall of protection around us. We thank you for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for your warring linking angels around us. We thank you for ministering spirits on our behalf. But most of all, we thank you, Father, for your presence here in our midst, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the holy name of Jesus Christ. We pull out every voodoo pen in the name of Jesus. All fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, and any witchcraft sent to us in the name of Jesus. We send it all back. We throw it out of the window in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We cut and burn all ungodly silver coins and ley lines and sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties. Attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down, we break down walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, globalists, nanobots, nanotechnology, sorcerers, liars, and divinators and such in the name of Jesus. We break the powers of every love spell, vex, hex, and curse, fetish, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, psychic prayers, charms, sorcery, voodoo, magic, mind control, brain frequency meditation, potions, bewitchments, death, jinxes, torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, sickness, pain, and torment, all destruction, incense and candle burning, incantations, chanting, Ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and sins being sent our way or our family members' way, and we return it and the demons to the sender in the name of Jesus, and we bind it to them in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Father. We bind all spirit guides, and they're ruling rusatadabrakaka principality, power, or spirit of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the strong men, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ in their underlings. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father, in Jesus' holy name. We bind every spirit that's spying on us in the name of Jesus Christ. And every entity that's spying on us, every human that's spying on us, and we put them in the hands of God the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' holy name. 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we seek adjudications from the righteous judge concerning all such fines and surveillance. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the praise. We bind spirits of hate, murder, bitterness, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. Spirits of blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for the grace of repentance, true repentance, Father, brokenness, contriteness, and true repentance. And we release such on the saints of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, saints. Amen. Our God is great and mighty and powerful. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 7. And our verse for meditation comes from the book of Psalms also. Psalm 9, verses 17 through 20. Amen. Amen. Our featured ebook is The Value of the Blood of Jesus Bible Study. Amen. And our guest calling number remains, area code 527-6235 and press 1. Tonight, we're going to talk about, the Lord's going to talk to us about his example of mercy. His example of mercy. Mm, That's right. That's what he wants to talk to us about. Amen. All of us have experienced an event in our lives wherein we have been overly opinionated. Yes, overly opinionated in a matter only to discover that our thought and attitude was wrong. Has that ever happened to you? Well, if it hasn't, Keep living. Amen? Keep living. It is helpful to remember that there are many viewpoints in every situation. There are many viewpoints in every situation. However, the Lord is always right. The Lord is always right. You know, we're having elections here in Duval County, and everybody has their own personal opinion about each of the candidates that are running for office. 
Some of them have been endorsed by the governor. Some have been endorsed by the sheriff. And some have been endorsed by groups. But this I say to all saints, when you come to vote, it is good for you to humble yourself. Well, what do you mean by that? After you have listened to or ascertained what the candidate has to say, you need to still yourself, ask the Lord, seek his face, and find out what he has to say. After all, you are not all-knowing, but God is. And he is the only one who truly does know what the future holds. So before you form your own personal opinion that makes you so right, humble your own self before the Lord. And since you belong to him, your vote belongs to him as well. So he should have the first word and the last word about how you exercise your power to vote. That is correct. He, You belong to Jesus Christ. He gave his life for you, and everything that pertains to your life belongs to him. Amen. So before you get on your high horse of opinion, and your personal uh, party persuasion, humble yourself and allow the Lord himself to speak to you and to tell you exactly what he wants you to do. And whether you agree with what he says or not, obey him. Because God is always right. Amen? God is always right. I know many of us have a tendency to listen to this, listen to that, listen to the other, and form our own opinion. But before you cast that vote, set your opinion on a shelf. And go before the Lord on your face or on your knees, however you do it. And seek his face, his counsel. Because you know when you stand before the Lord, you have to give an account for everything done in your body, whether good or whether evil. Whether it's good or bad, you will give an account. So I urge you. No matter how strong you feel and how founded you are in your own conclusions, set them aside and let the master of all, the Lord of all, tell you what he wants you to do. And then you obey him. Amen? I believe that is the way to go. Thank you, Jesus saying, the Lord is always right. Psalm 19, beginning with verse 12. 
Psalm 19, beginning with verse 12. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for his word. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 21. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 21. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 5, verse 21. For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his going. Yes, the, the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord. You know, sometimes we have a tendency to forget that the Lord is watching and listening to everything that we say, think, and do, because it's the truth. He lives within us. Amen? Proverbs 15, verse 3. Proverbs 15 and verse 3. Proverbs 15, verse 3 eyes of the Lord are in every place, mm-hmm. beholding the good, the evil, and the good. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Amen? Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 16, Verse 2, all the ways of a man are clean in his own eye, but the Lord weigheth the spirit. Yes, he does. Oh, but he does. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 12. You know, the Lord considers our emotional state, our our mental state, the imaginings and the intents of our heart. He considers all these things. I know sometimes we don't remember that when when we're in the heat of argument, but God does. Amen. It's so. Amen. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 12. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 12. You know, you sit there from time to time as it is, and some of us have this inclination to be mischievous. And the Lord knows about that too. You sit there and concoct in your mind and heart some little prank you want to pull. 
Well, God already knows about it. For instance, there was this time, it was during an election period, I remember. I was passing the post office, and I was thinking about pulling a certain prank on my mother. And I heard the Lord clearly say, Sabrina, don't do that. Now, I knew this particular prank that I wanted to pull would get me in hot water with my mother. But the Lord sharply reminded me, don't do that. So I humbled my little self, and I didn't do it. I said, yes, Lord. Now, I thought it was funny. And after all of the election and all of that was over and I was talking to my mother, I told her about that little prank I had plotted in my little mind. (laughs) And she told me what she would have done to me had I done it. So, as you see, the Lord was right. He's never wrong. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, and he overthroweth the words of the transgressor. He overthroweth the words of the transgressor. Amen. You got some transgressors you know about? Well, see what the Lord will do? But you must believe him. Amen. God sees all. He hears all. He knows all. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God's never wrong, even when we disagree or just don't understand. While we attempt to understand God's ways, and judgment, we are often left puzzled with many situations which God in his wisdom allows. Why? Well, you got to trust him, you know. Amen. You have to learn to trust. It is imperative that you learn to trust the Lord. In every instance, at every circumstance, regardless of how it looks, you must needs be trust the Lord. He takes great offense, yes, he does, with persons who he's taught the word for years, maybe even decades, and they decide one fine day they don't feel like trusting him. He does not like that at all. Amen? So I encourage everyone, every saint, whether you have weak faith, strong faith, or somewhere in between, that you endeavor to trust the Lord more each day. Amen? Amen. While we're attempting to figure God out, he doesn't need to figure. He understands clearly. Mm Mm-hmm. So, 
While we attempt to understand God's ways and judgment, we are often left puzzled with many situations which God, in his wisdom, allows. Amen? So as we approach daily living, let us remember, (coughs) excuse me, to ask the Lord to keep us back from sins of presumption. That'll get us in some trouble right there that we could easily avoid. To presume means that we take it upon ourselves without permission or proper authority to act or to represent another's decision or of our league and out of our lane. To presume means that we take it upon ourselves without permission or authority to act or to represent another's decision or to speak out of our league and out of our lane. When acting in presumption, we tend to take for granted a concept which we believe is right or true. Since we lack proof to the contrary. We've got this idea, and we believe it's right. We just know it's right. Okay, that might be. It might not be. Lack of truth is an arena of blind ignorance. You see, we've got this concept. We could be right. We could be wrong. And if we're wrong, it may come with this area that we just don't know anything about. We can't see it nor perceive it. In Proverbs chapter 18, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13 We are told, he that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. Likewise. When we choose a viewpoint in blind ignorance and presumption, it is the act of a fool, and it will bring shame to us. I know some of you are suddenly remembering some incident from the past that got you into trouble or almost got you into trouble. Well, God's sending us a warning tonight. I do believe that we should heed it. One of us is commissioned by God all-knowing 
to know it all. Maybe I'll say that again. None of us is commissioned by God all-knowing to know it all. Yet many of us act as though we have been. In self-righteousness, we are certain that our judgment is justified. We are certain our judgment is justified. Yet the righteousness of our God speaks of better things. Our opinion may not agree with God's opinion at all. Even though our opinion may be based on a scripture or two. Aha. Aha. Have you ever tried to disagree with God using the scripture? You're going to argue your case with him using the word. I tried that one day with God, and the Lord said to me, Sabrina, I am the word, to which I agreed with him immediately. I'm certain some of you have had a similar encounter. So, (laughs) I stopped doing it that way, you see. I grew up right then on the spot. And the sooner most of us learn to do that, it's a good thing. Praise God. God acknowledges the situation of the righteous, yet he also does right by those who are not yet, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. See, God is good to all. He opens his hand and he satisfies the desire of every living thing. Whether it's cursing his name or that subject is praising his name. Uh God loves everyone. So while the child of God may have a legitimate concern, God's righteous judgment makes room for the heathen to be heard as well. The righteous must consider that God really does have the inside track. He really does know what's best. Amen? We, You know, he reminds us that his thoughts are higher than ours and his ways are higher than ours. Well, it's the truth. Amen? It is the truth indeed. Alone, 
knows all that we don't know about a matter. You know, we think we have the entire scope of the situation, but that may not be the truth. God knows about all the intricacies of the entire situation that we have never considered and may never come into the knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom, principal thing. God's wisdom is the principal thing. It's extremely important. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Amen? God hears knows and operates in wisdom and understanding. Most highly opinionated persons are slower to achieve understanding in a matter than others. Amen? So the word of God cautions us to be swift to hear all sides presented. Slow to speak based on our own opinion. And slow to wrath with those who do not agree with our point of view. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, saint of God, you may well be right in your position on the case. But your attitude may be wrong and sinful. You may be right technically, but your attitude is wrong, and it's sin. Hmm. In your zeal to win the battle, Allow the Lord to temper your attitude with his understanding and wisdom. In your zeal to win the battle, allow the Lord to temper your attitude with his understanding and wisdom. Amen? Proverbs chapter 8, Proverbs chapter 8, beginning with verse 13. Proverbs chapter 8, beginning with verse 13. Proverbs chapter 8, beginning with verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, 
pride, arrogancy, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I hate, he said. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Listen to God, saints. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. Amen. The Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 24. Judge not according to the appearance. Do not judge according to the appearance, God is saying. Don't do that. It will lead you down the wrong trail. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Well, how am I supposed to know what righteous judgment is? Well, check in with the righteous judge. Check in with the Holy One of God. Check in with the one whose blood washes away sin. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask God. Doesn't the Bible say that? Brother Bill, please post that scripture for them. If any man lacks wisdom, you don't know what to do, you don't know what's right, you don't know what the ask God. Ask God. He says that he gives his wisdom liberally. He's generous with it. And he doesn't upbraid you because you didn't know the answer already or you forgot the answer. Amen? And he says he gives it to all men. That doesn't mean males. That means all people that will seek him for wisdom, that will seek him for answers and solutions. Blind ignorance is a place of blind ignorance is a place of weakness. Mm -hmm. The Lord just finished telling us he has strength. Well, blind ignorance is a place of weakness. God's counsel, wisdom, and understanding bring strength. Blind ignorance is a platform which is often used fools by manipulators and by opportunists. There are always people 
seeking to take advantage of what you do not know. Does God receive glory from these ways? I don't think so. Amen? I do not think so. Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10. And we will begin with verse 13. Proverbs chapter 10. And we will begin with verse 13. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found. So God is saying if you have understanding, you'll find it where a person has some wisdom. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found. People that don't understand can't give you the wisdom on the matter. You know, it's a funny thing about people. For some reason, they have the uncanny ability when they get in a tight spot to run around asking all the wrong people for the answer. Now, they already know that God knows everything. They know that. But they don't go to him first. And if they do, they're not willing to wait for his answer. So they run around asking people who don't know the time of day. And it's the truth. They are neither uh, perceptive nor selective in whom they ask. They just ask anybody, whatever in their head. That's not wisdom, now is it? You see, you could ask somebody a question, and you think maybe they know the answer, but that answer could land you in the world of trouble if you follow it without going to God and saying, well, Lord, I I, I apologize. I ran to so-and-so first and asked them first before I asked you. And they told me such and such and such. Is that what you want me to do? How about it? It's best to ask God first. It is best to ask God first. Amen. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding, for the one that has no understanding. There's a punishment coming for him. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Hmm. Proverbs chapter 10, beginning with verse 18. Proverbs chapter 10, beginning with verse 18. Proverbs chapter 10, beginning with verse 18. He that hideth hatred 
with lying lips. Yes, people do that. And he that uttereth a slander is a fool. He that hideth, you know how that is, smiling faces tell lies. And most of us have proof. He that hate hi, <laughs> he that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool, God says. And he ought to know. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. There's no lack of sin when you just keep on letting your mouth just say whatever it says. Mm-hmm. I know Mr. Biden didn't read, read this. But he that refraineth his lips is wise. Amen? He that refraineth his lips is wise. Now, there are some of us that are more prone to doing a lot of talking than others. So to those persons, we need to be particularly careful when we open our mouth because of our proclivity and inclination to talk a lot. We truly do need a guard over our lips because some who have that inclination and proclivity just talk until they're talked out, not even remembering half of what they have said. You see, we we had a cleanup not too long ago of words that we have said in the past that had no business being uttered from our lips. So let's try to stay on the right path. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. A wise man holds his tongue. You know there are some people that simply cannot seem to get a good grasp on what confidentiality really is. They talk so much that they overshare. They don't know when to turn the faucet off, on and on. And things that ought not to be uttered and ought not to be said to certain parties are because they lack discretion. They lack discretion. They discuss with people issues that they ought not discuss with those persons. They engage in conversations with individuals that perhaps that conversation should be severely curtailed. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. It is so. Amen. A wise man holds his tongue, yet a fool blurts out his entire mind, whatever he knows, and it leads to trouble and regret. 
people have hindered other people's faith because they've said too much. We should learn the lesson which Jonah learned. Saints all have sinned, and that includes the righteous. Saints, we must be very careful lest we behave Pharisees did. Join me in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11. Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verse 39. Luke, chapter 11, verse 39. Luke chapter 11, verse 39. And the Lord said unto him, Now do ye Pharisees make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but your inward part is full of ravening and wickedness. Well, what does God mean about that? What's he talking about, Pastor? I I don't understand. What's he saying? Well, saints, let me tell you something about God. He's a lot plainer than we realize. Amen? He really does know how to get right to the point. He's saying outwardly, we walk around as if we are the select of God. You know, the Jews did that in the Old Testament. And they would give you the impression almost that they had it all together. All together. They really, and the Pharisees surely gave that impression. If they didn't do anything else, they gave that impression. But Jesus, the truth, says to them that they make the outside of the cup and the platter appear to be clean. No sin, no error, no transgression, nothing. But inwardly, they are full of ravening. Ravening? Yes, searching for prey. They're looking for somebody to pounce on. And wickedness. Wickedness. You know what wickedness is. It's not right with God. That's for sure. They're looking for somebody to pounce on. So God does not want us to behave in this fashion. So he left these words in the Bible so that we could get the point. You know there are people who when they have a certain point of view and they come into acquaintance with someone who may or may not share that point of view, they make it their point to approach such a person to challenge them about that situation. That's what ravening means. 
they deliberately make it their point to approach such a person, such an unsuspecting one, to challenge them on such matters. Mm -hmm. They're looking. And sometimes, inwardly, they're desiring to pick a fight. You've heard of that before. Well, that's accompanied with wickedness because the Bible tells us to stay out of strife. That if we stir it up, we will bring trouble to our own soul. So, yes, Jesus is cleansing us. Yes, we were once blind, but now we see. But in part. We see in part. We need to remember that, that we see in part. And yes, our gospel is hid to the law. And most of the people in the world are lost. Even those who claim to be Christians are lost. They call us evil zealots out of their ignorance, rebellion, and pride. You see, they spend their time resisting God, running away from God, ignoring God, standing against God. They don't want God interfering in their lives at all. But the minute calamity strikes, oh, they want to call him to do something for them. What a hypocrite. (laughs) But we must not judge them because they are still lost. They're still lost. The word of God calls us to empathize with them. Mm. God calls us to walk in his mercy, not our brand of mercy, his mercy. His mercy. Romans chapter 5. Beginning with verse 7, Romans chapter 5, beginning with verse 7. Romans chapter 5, beginning with verse 7. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure, perhaps for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Well, I never thought of mercy that way. Jesus did. The Father did. Even though 
we are no longer of the world. We should put ourselves in the place of others and consider how we would feel and react if positions were reversed. People of the world have no idea of how offensive to God their lifestyles are. Remember when you used to be clueless? Well, they still are. They are just as blind and ignorant as we once were. I know it's been a while back. In reality, speak. Amen. Remember when you didn't have anything together at all in God? You're just rambling around life doing what you thought you ought to do. Didn't have a clue how badly you were really doing. You see, that's why we don't understand sometimes when people who are not the word act the way they do. Sometimes it's a bit puzzling to us. We don't know quite what to make of it. Why would anybody look at the situation this way? Well, we've talked about some of those reasons tonight. Amen. We have talked about some of those reasons tonight. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Sometimes we need to be reminded of where we really did come from and how we used to believe and what we used to think. Because the people of the world have little to no understanding of what motivates us. Their life is the self-life. Their life is the self-life. The people you used to party with, if they're still alive, can't understand at all why you gave up the party life to be a dud, in their opinion. You know what I mean. Amen. You know what I mean. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. The unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. We know which group that is nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners. They're still out there trying to prey on somebody to steal their money. Shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such 
which were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. And such were some of you. You, chapter 7, verse 12. Matthew, chapter 7, verse 12. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Now, you're trying to have an intelligent conversation with someone that's inadequate in some ways in that that you wish to discuss. You have to make allowances, saints, for where they are. You have to make allowances for where they are. I believe you know exactly. Exactly what I'm saying. Amen? You see, all of those uh, people, all of those women that were outside the congressional and the Supreme Court buildings uh, yelling and screaming and with signs about it's their body, it's their body, you can't tell me what to do because this is my body, they believe that they are right. But we know better because the scriptures declare that they are wrong. But when you encounter such persons, you have to remember that they are blind, ignorant, full of rebellion and pride. They can't understand where you're coming from. And you must make allowances for the fact that they find difficulty in understanding you. That's right. That is correct. That's what the Lord would have us to do. It means these people are going to cross your path. This is your heads up. Amen. Luke chapter 6, verse 31. Luke chapter 6, verse 31. And as you would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. You want them to listen to you? Well, then you have to give them a few minutes to express themselves, even though you know they are absolutely positively wrong. You know they're wrong. But they want to be heard. You know, sometimes when you're talking to your own relatives, they open their mouths with something that is 100% contradictory to Scripture. And without thinking, you know three or four Scriptures immediately that they have just violated. But they don't know a thing. 
And when you're talking with them, you have to make allowance for the fact that they really don't know a thing. They just think they do. And they don't want you telling them what to do. I think we're getting God's picture now. Amen. We are called to love as God has loved us. So that means when they call you whatever name that they have heard floating in the air, that they have decided to assign to you, don't bother to be offended. It's a waste of your time. Consider the source from which it comes. And categorize it that way. Amen? Praise the Lord. God has forgiven and extended much mercy to us considering our limitations. So we need to extend mercy to others considering their limitations. Amen? Amen. Should we not also extend this mercy and empathy to others? Well, what does the word say? Well, in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 24, Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 24, but let him that glorious glory in them, that he understandeth and knoweth me, the Lord is saying, that I am the Lord, which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. God does these things in the earth. He exercises loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Amen. Our boasting ought to be in our knowing the character and nature of our God. We ought to understand that the Lord is the Lord of justice and righteousness, who exercises loving kindness and mercy always. Now, sometimes these lovely people that may become Christians are venomously hostile. It's pretty offensive. It comes at you with force, and you can feel that spirit coming at you. But you know what to do when you run into a spirit. You already know how to bind the devil. And you know how to bind devils out of your spirit, man, while you're talking to them out of your mouth. And while you're listening to all of that profanity or whatever it is, or foolishness, or ignorance, or backwardness that's coming out of their mouth. You know how to do that. You've been practicing it for some time now. Praise the Lord. Amen. God loves people 
and with his mercy and loving kindness, he draws all to himself. Amen? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. We have some wonderful praise reports. Let's get started. Noel says, praise. During this fast, God revealed to me that a control center which Satan has had in me is anxiety. From his ability to manipulate me into accepting mental and emotional anxiety without even realizing it, my enemy has been able to use me like a puppet against myself and others due to fretting, worrying, panic, fear, belief that I'm not right or something not right. I've gotten in the way of God's good plans. Much has been corrupted and stolen, but I know it's mine to get back by the power of Jesus through his blood. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, he is showing us what's going on. He's cleaning us. As he shows you, he cleans you. Don't worry about it. Kevin has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up today for the opportunity to come to church and praise you and worship you. Thank you for the church that is filled with your word. Thank you for the sermon you will give Pastor Sabrina tonight and for us to hear. Well, praise you, Lord. What a way to wake up. Dina has a praise report. Heavenly Father, I repent for saying that I don't like my smoothies. And then I went to tell you I was going to get a smoothie mix from the grocery and to go to Tropical Smoothie Cafe on the next pass. Well, the next day after prayer, I walked in another room and my eyes zeroed in on the smoothie book I've had for years. Ha ha, you showed me <laughs> that in there, there's over a hundred smoothies in that book. Take that, Dina. No excuse. So, Lord, I repent of complaining and being prideful. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me of the book. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, he always does that. Marcelina has a praise report. Glory to God, while praying this morning Sunday, I bound the spirits of dyslexia, dys, uh, I, I can't even say these words, the grouping, while the whole grouping and commanded them to come out of me and began coughing. I felt an urge immediately to go to the bathroom and coughed up lots of mucus mixed with blood and received deliverance. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Victory belongs to Jesus. And praise the Lord. I got a job offer part-time on on Thursday the 23rd. I'm negotiating more money and gratefully for the opportunity. The Lord opened the door, and I know it will turn out to be something greater. Thank you, Jesus, for the new beginnings. Praise the Lord. Now, Kim B. has a praise report. Thanking God for giving me peace. Also, thanking God for this ministry. Your prayers have really been an anchor for me, getting back to Christ and for starting the healing process to my family, getting it back together again. Thank you, Lord. 
AK has a praise report. Thank you, God, for helping me to accept your forgiveness in the midst of of myself in my pity party. Thank you for helping me to apply the instructions of Pastor Sabrina gave me when I called in a few weeks ago. Praise God. Now, Joanne has a praise report. Since July, we prayed that God would help my motorized chair from falling apart until I got a new one. I finally got a new one. The Lord kept me going all these months. Also, Lee has cleared for eye surgery. Praise you, Jesus. And that was quick. The transportation company gave us favor. We needed praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And Kevin has a praise report. My new boss at the job. Let me know yesterday he was coming down from New York to Florida next week for the entire week so he can join in on the meetings with prospective clients. I immediately submitted a prayer request in the Global Prayer Room, asking the Lord to bless this week of March 6th when the boss is here to please line up everyone's schedules and confirm the meetings in less than 24 hours. God scheduled six quality meetings for next week. Only have room to schedule two more meetings, and the calendar will be completely booked. Praise the Lord, and thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Pastor Sabrina says, I praise the Lord. I requested this to the Lord, and he did it. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot falls short in bid for a second term. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, Dina has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful fast. Thanks for the dream that allowed me to properly repent and finally forgive myself of a shameful sin in the past. I received an unexpected check that came right on time because I was able to pay a bill with some of it. I also received a little increase on my retirement due to changes I requested. Praise the Lord for his spiritual and financial provisions. Praise the Lord. Daryl gave this. you got to hear his praise the Lord. Baby, Jeremy is going home with his parents. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Lena has an awesome praise report. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord. You stopped my brain bleed. Yesterday I was scheduled to have an MRI at 1230, and I do believe the doctor called as soon as he came and read it and tell us to come to the ER immediately that there was bleeding showing on the MRI. Well, she, uh, let's see what. I texted Brother Bill and Pastor Sabrina and asked for prayers. And you know what? The Lord stopped the brain bleeding. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for this wonderful praise report. And she goes on to say, Lord, thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you, Lord, for healing me, your promises. Amen. Just praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You promise that you'll restore our health and you'll heal our wounds. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, saints, put your prayer request in the prayer room. And for emergencies, you text me. And we will pray for you just like we did yesterday. And look what Jesus did. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. We give you the praise. It's you doing it when we pray. And Kim B. has another praise report. 
first I'd like to give the Lord all the praise and all the glory for his mercy. I'm so elevated to feel his presence and his comfort on Tuesday. I received an email from the U.S. Department of Education, nearly 80K of student loans, interest and calculator will be discharged. This was a reversal of the decision that was previously denied. My account and credit report will be updated within 120 days. Then today, the 1st of March, I was able to gain pre-approval for my first mortgage. Thank you for everyone and all your prayers. Most importantly, I thank God for being and delivered from a backslidden state. I really appreciate Dr. Sprint and Brother Bill and all those who have been interceding on my behalf for me and my family. God has restored my relationship with my mom, too. I am forever grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. I just praise you, praise you, praise you. I've been praising you all day. I'm almost hoarse because I've been singing praises to you and praising you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. We just praise you for these wonderful praise reports. Praise Brother you, Bill, yes, you ma'am. missed my other praise report. Yeah. When did you post it? <laughs> Today. Today? Oh, okay. Today. I'll have to talk to you about that. <laughs> okay. It's there somewhere. It, 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 it. It's short, but it's uh, sweet. What is it? Amen. What is it? Give it now, Pastor. Come on, don't make us wait. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for the Lena miracle yesterday when she text Brother Bill, I was sitting waiting, just waiting. I didn't know what I was waiting for or who I was waiting for, but I was sitting there with you, Lord, just waiting. And when he let me know, I began to intercede. When we got together on the phone, we went to war. And I want to thank you, Father that you did just what you told me you were going to do. I give you praise. You're a wonderful, loving, and miraculous God. Thank you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for what you did. We just praise you with everything with us. We just praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Bill. Now I'll let you find where I typed it in. <laughs> amen. Well, saints, God is in our midst. Amen. God is in our midst. And we're going to take a couple of calls. Amen. We're going to take a couple of calls. Area code 919. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Area code 919. Speak up. Amen. They must have stepped away. We'll go right on. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, some people, <laughs> they're not quite prepared when I say something, and they actually hit the wrong button accidentally. But I do believe area code 770, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, Dr. Sabrina. It's Kim B. How are you? I'm fine. Um, well, you sound great. <laughs> um, I just, um, I know I called a lot, you know, multiple times since I've, you know, been back with the Lord. And there's been times you, you know, prayed with me, times you still, you know, heard from the Lord to get on you about some things. But I can't really explain how I'm just so thankful for what God has done in my life and how it really took, like, I don't even know if I would have been here if it was not for you and my mom and everybody praying for me because I was in a real dark place. And I just want to say thank you and just pray in my strength. Like, I just want to be everything God always called me to be. And um, I'm just really grateful and thankful for all that you have done. Um, with warring for my mom and my family and everything that we have gone through, even from the time that we came there a few years ago, because it hasn't been easy. And um, a lot of it was on me, and that's how I just started giving up and walking away. But I thank God when I think about, you know, just forgiving, um, like, my mom, in different ways and just forgiving the things that have happened. And, you know, I just thank God for the ministry. I'm sorry I'm crying, but I'm just, I'm not sad. I'm actually very grateful. And I'm still just praying for strength and just praying. Um, you know, I just ask for prayer for my, um, the spiritual attacks that I've been going through and um, just to get stronger and um, to do better, even better than, you know, even though I have been doing better, it's never good enough. I just want to keep growing. Well, there's nothing wrong with crying. Jesus cried. I'm sure all of us have cried at some point. It's part of being human. Amen? Yeah, it's just he's done so much for me, and I didn't deserve it. I'm just thankful. I'm so thankful for my daughter. She was home from the military, and she wanted to pray every night. And, um, you know, I know God is really restoring and putting things back because there were just so many, you know, unjust things that happened. I know it's life, but it was just a lot. And I just thank God um, for just loving me anyway. Well, he's an expert at that, in loving us in spite of ourselves. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so I just want, want like prayer for growth, strength, and um, every time I get close to my menstrual cycle, I get like these itchy, creepy, crawly things. And I looked up, and they say it's menopause, but I don't care what they're saying it is. I just want it to go away. I get like pulsating twitches in my legs, um, and it you know it's kind of bothersome, like especially at night. Um, I, I take Benadryl. It doesn't do anything. There's just a lot of little things that have been going on, um, you know, and I know some of it, like, it seems to increase when I pray. 
Um, and I really get, you know, start praying. Like there was one night that I literally felt like the devil was put or putting my head on fire. As the more I prayed, the more the fight was. But I'm still going to keep praying. Like it's not going to make me stop. But I'm just praying for intercession um, regarding these issues. Well, all right, saints, it's time to pray for your sister. Amen. Heavenly Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for our sister, and we thank you that you're restoring her. We also thank you, Lord, that you're teaching her how to do spiritual warfare. You're teaching her how not to run, but to stand and fight along with you. So we thank you, Father, for the good training that she's receiving and for the word of God that's being strengthened in her and for the miracles that have helped her faith to come back. Amen? So, Lord, we take authority, dominion, and power over these demons that are in her body. Now, Kim, I'm going to tell you something. You have to completely disconnect from all of those people that you hung with when you went out on your little voyage. I know. You cannot. um... Go ahead. No, I had a dream last night, um, a close friend of mine. I did the dream protocol and everything, and I'm still trying to understand it, but um, I had one, a close friend. She was plucking my eyebrows and, like, shaving some of them off. I don't know what it means, but I think, you know, I've been trying to pray and understand. I did do the dream protocol, but I don't know what the answer is. But I know the disconnection of some of these people I've known since I was, like, in kindergarten that I reconnected with, you know, during my, like you said, my voyage, unfortunate voyage. But um, I, I know and I understand. And I have complete. really, I don't go anywhere at all, and I, I don't connect. I mean, we talk once in a while and that's it. But if I need to completely disconnect, I will. Do so. They should not be in your telephone and their numbers ought to be blocked. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Because you see those same spirits that you were hanging with, they're in them. And when you Mm -hmm. reconnect, you reconnect to those spirits. And those spirits are demons. I know. Yes, All right, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, we disconnect our system. <laughs> You can't be part of the way in and part of the way out. You're either going full steam for Jesus and drop the entire world behind you, or else you're going to get sucked back out into that vacuum. You understand what I'm saying? So you got to let go. You have to let go without reservation. There may be items in your home that you're going to need to throw away. I've been praying about 
to those yes. persons? Well, here is yes. the answer. You have a trash yes. receptacle. You have a way of destroying them because the Bible says to destroy them. It doesn't yes. say to take them to the consignment store and see what you can do. No, destroy, D-E-S-T-R-O-Y. And whatever you cannot destroy, you throw away and you ask the Lord to not to allow anybody to tamper with it. It's gone yes. and you're releasing it. You are loosing yourself from those items that connect you to those individuals and their spirits. Yes. Amen? I, I've been All doing right. the, um, the past uh-huh. holiday and praying, and there were some things I did throw away, and I'll just go through again, especially because I'll be packing up. All right. And you need to ask the Holy Spirit. You need to fast while you do this. And ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to see things that you don't see because it's the enemy's job to blind you. Okay. There are things that you will not see if you just go through and look because okay. he'll hide them from you. So, yes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over the enemy <coughs> attempting to blind her. We ask you to make the blind, blind eyes to see, and not hers only, but other saints <coughs> of miracle outreach ministries who are cleaning their homes of items that are displeasing to you, that connect them to demon spirits. Kim, you got a lot of stuff that God wants you to get rid of. You got a lot of stuff from the past that God wants you to get rid of. Can't go with you. On your next leg of the journey. Okay. Amen. I'll definitely pray. Yes, I believe that. I don't know off the top of my head, but like you said, it must, I must be blind to it, and I'll pray and fast. All right. Father, in okay. the name of Jesus Christ, as our sister goes through her personal effect, we ask you to point out to her clearly which things must be gotten rid of, which things must be destroyed. We thank you, Lord, for her ministering spirits helping her as she endeavors to do this in Jesus' name. We ask you to strengthen her in her Christian walk and foundation in the word of God. And we ask you, Lord, to help her to trust you more, to help her to realize you have every answer and every solution that she will ever need and that she does not have to mastermind her own life. We thank you and we give you praise. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. Come on out from the roof, from the roof, all of it, every bit of it. Don't choke her, come out. Make yourself microscopic and come out in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. Come out of her. Hallelujah, come out in the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, I cut the cord. In the name of Jesus, I cut the cord. I sever the cord. I sever the connection. Come on out. All the way out. The very roots thereof. And In Jesus' name. All of their demons, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come on out of her. Come on out. Her body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're trespassing. Father, we thank you for the intervention of your angels. We bind these devils and we send them to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Break it, break it, break it. <laughs> Come on out Deep breath and cough. Deep breath first, then cough. Deep breath, then cough. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anxiety and stress, you're bound in Jesus' name. You're bound in all the saints. All stress and all anxiety and all the saints, you are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of the saints. Come up and out of the saints of God. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough in Jesus' name. Come on out. All of it, every bit of it. All the anxiety, all the stress, all the worry, all the fret. Bound in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. You have no right. You're a violator. Come on out of God's people in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on out. All of it, every bit of it. Come on out in Jesus' name. Come on out. Make yourself microscopic and come on out in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for taking this deliverance to... Oh, hallelujah Come out of her emotions in Jesus' name. Rabba Baba Kure. Rika de la Brosha de Rigosa de Yese de Bera Yasatanabro. Yer Rigisa de la Brosha de Yasaha. Out in the name of Jesus. 
Come on out. Father, yes, a fire of God on all those spirits that haven't left yet in Jesus' name. Oh, shit. Fire of God. The fire of God, your fire God, on these spirits in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. <clears throat> Praises be to God Almighty. Praise be to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now take a deep breath. Father, receive ye the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. I love you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Father, we thank you for taking all of these deliverances to completion in Jesus' name. We hide each person, Lord, each saint, under the blood of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for being our deliverer in the name of Jesus. We love you, Kim. Keep walking with Jesus, all right? Amen. You're welcome. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, ooh. Um, hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. All right. Praise the name of the Lord forevermore. Amen. We are requesting, Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence here tonight. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning wielding a wooden flagpole like a medieval lance inside the U.S. Capitol Tunnel on January 6, 2021, later bragged to fellow officers that the long wooden dowel was my best weapon. Newly released body cam video shows. Video recorded by Officer Michael Dowling's body cam shows him climbing onto a narrow ledge in the lower west terrace tunnel and attacking a woman in a white coat standing near the entrance. As Dowling jabbed at the woman, including two contacts to the head, she hurried to get off the ledge and escape the tunnel. I'm trying, she cried out. Someone at the front of the tunnel shouted at her, get the expletive out of here. Dowling picked up the flagpole from the floor of the tunnel entrance at 3.19 p.m. and moved into the tunnel. After dislodging the woman in white, Dowling jabbed at a number of men at the front lines who faced inward toward the police. That drew the ire of protest leader Anthony Alexander Antonio of Wilmington, Delaware, who had been addressing the crowd with a bullhorn. 
Quit that expletive, Antonio shouted at Dowling. Quit that expletive. Two hours later, after the crowds were pushed from the Lower West Terrace, Dowling met up with MPD officer Jeffrey Leslie. I lost my flagpole, Dowling lamented. That was my best weapon. You did well with that, sir, Leslie replied. Then another officer approached Leslie and told him, this guy's the man with the flagpole. Dowling explained, I started jabbing people with the flagpole. A fourth officer joined the conversation. You got a few people with it, he asked. Oh, yeah, Dowling replied, good. It snapped, and then they took it back, Dowling said. After that conversation, Dowling went back into the Capitol and spoke with another MPD officer at the top of a staircase. Listen, I would have never thought I'd have the occasion to hit a man with the American flag in the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol building, the officer told Dowling, and I got it today. The tone for the afternoon was set at 2.41 p.m. when an officer in the staging area just inside the Capitol shouted instructions. We need an old-school CDU, Civil Disturbance Unit, for these doors. You hear me? Old-school CDU, the officer said. Nightstick out. We're not losing the U.S. Capitol today. Do you hear me? We're not losing the U.S. Capitol. At 2.49 p.m., someone discharged a fire extinguisher into the tunnel, causing the interior Capitol hallways to fill with a dry airborne chemical. Brad Geyer, the January 6th, defeated the Dowling body cam on Twitter, said the videos are peeling back the court-enforced veneer that, in many cases, hid the truth. Now that the CCTV and MPD body cam footage is emerging, more than two years too late, embarrassing and inconvenient facts are coming into the sunlight, Geyer said. The public will find unwelcome surprises on these newly released tapes that show outrageous police conduct and abuse of protesters on a grand scale. Geyer and Dowling's conduct is shocking but not atypical. It is certainly not the worst conduct of police on that day. Protesters were bombarded by an array of less than lethal munitions and at times were beaten mercilessly, Geyer said. As this sordid record enters the public space, the American public is likely to see January 6th in a very different light, Geyer said. And January 6th Americans, as a beleaguered minority that has been horrendously treated by the nation, Dowling helped drag a pulseless Roseanne Boylan into the Capitol just after 4.31 p.m. He grabbed hold of her right foot and helped her move into the center of two hallways. Shortly before Dowling began pulling Boylan's leg, another officer slipped and fell on top of her. Just minutes earlier, Dowling's body cam showed several MPD officers carrying a highly agitated MPD officer Lila Morris from the tunnel into the building. I can't breathe, Morris said. Numerous videos from the crowd outside the tunnel showed Morris 
beating an unconscious boiling about the face and head with a wooden walking stick she took from a rioter. Well, isn't that wonderful? Minutes later, when bystanders pulled Boylan to safety and began CPR, blood was visible on her face. Morris was not charged for the attack on Boylan. Medics inside the Capitol did the first chest compressions on Boylan at 4.31 and 37 seconds, the video showed. Dowling's body cam picked up the roar of protesters outside after Boylan was dragged inside. Officers at the front of the tunnel stood by while protesters repeatedly begged for medical help for Boylan. Dowling walked back and forth past the area where tactical officers and other medics performed CPR on Boylan for 15 minutes. At 4.40 p.m., his body cam picked up one of the medics saying, no pulse. Eight minutes later, Dowling stood inside the two double doors that lead into the tunnel. An explosion at the tunnel mouth created a blinding flash. At nearly 5.01 p.m., someone in the crowd with a bullhorn said, you're all a bunch of expletive traitors, every last expletive one of you. At 5.05 p.m., Dowling rummaged through a hard shell case inside the double doors and handed out munitions to a platoon of Virginia State Police that worked its way to the tunnel entrance. Pass it up, he told one officer, after handing him a gas canister. Some 30 seconds later, explosions were heard on the Lower West Terrace. Officers Dowling and Leslie were awarded the Ribbon of Valor by the Metropolitan Police Department for their service on January 6th. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the adjudications of the righteous judge concerning such. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the JEA, Jacksonville Electric Authority Board, decided Tuesday to raise its basic monthly charge to $15, nearly tripling a current charge of $550. The utility is making the move, as it said it, it, it as it says it faces a $4 million revenue deficiency, with JEA officials pointing to a study it conducted that showed a basic charge of $23 was actually appropriate. Mm-hmm. You can have a study any way you want it. For us, it is the stability that we need to be able to plan for long-term revenue. JEA CEO Jay Stowe said at the meeting, although the base rate will grow, that doesn't mean all customers will see a higher bill. <laughs> With the utility projecting that the variable fuel charge part of residential bills expected to drop, that doesn't help lower income users, though, for whom the fuel charge is a smaller percentage of the bill due to lower energy usage. For those customers, Stowe said, the hike might translate into an additional 3 or $4 per month, not the full 15 Ah, uh, dollars. Let me move this up. I do understand what we heard from the public earlier, that it might have a slightly larger increase on some customers than others, he said. Now, let me explain to you what slightly larger increase actually does mean. 
I happened to have been in the grocery store one day. You know how I just happened to be places. And I see the front page in the newspaper. And I briefly read through the front page article about this particular issue. What they're planning to do is to go up on the rates of the single home, uh, lower income, older neighborhood. However, in the newer, more expensive neighborhoods, we'll call it that, they're planning on going down on the rates. It said it in black and white on the front page of the newspaper. I read it while standing there holding my grocery. And so the Lord said we could pray about it. So we are. But I believe in our low-income areas, I think that we will see that that is going to be on average less than $4 a month increase because we are decreasing the energy charge at the same time. In January, the average customer, which used 1,000 kilowatts a month, paid $154.39, including the 550 basic charge and 59.73 fuel charge. In April, when the new rate will go into effect, that bill would be $133.98 with a $14 base charge and a 37.64 fuel charge. At a hearing Tuesday before the vote was taken, about half a dozen people spoke, all ALL opposed to the hike, with one resident calling the rates increase a draconian jump that could have been avoided if JEA took the previously suggested gradual increase into account, into account rather than a sudden nearly $10 jump for consumers. So there you have it. We thank you, Father, for the adjudications of the righteous judge in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning Brazil's new left-wing regime is increasingly exhibiting authoritarian tendencies as the government gears up to criminalize fake news and disinformation online, says renowned journalist Glenn Greenwald. In a report posted to Substack, Greenwald revealed that the Brazilian government is set to ban fake news and disinformation on the Internet. Ah, they're going to tamper with the Internet again, along with criminal penalties for those who disseminate it, an unprecedented move for a country deemed as part of the democratic free world. Under Brazil's new government, mm -hmm, headed by President Lula da Silva, the country is poised to become the first in the democratic world to implement a law censoring and banning fake news and disinformation online and then punishing those deemed guilty of authoring and spreading it, Greenwald wrote. Brazil's law would be anything but advisory. Though the details are still yet to be released, it would empower law enforcement officials to take action against citizens deemed to be publishing statements that the government classifies as false and to solicit courts to impose punishments on those who do so, he added. Greenwald wrote that since the ousting of Brazilian President J.R. Bolsonaro, Brazilian government censorship attacks on journalists have increased to the point where even liberal mainstream media outlets have come to their defense.
even prior to enactment of this newly proposed law, the online censorship attacks of this single Brazilian judge acting with the support of the majority of its Supreme Court has been so extreme that even liberal American news outlets have published critical articles on him and what they suggest are his lawless and wild censorship binges, Greenwald said. Linking to reports by the New York Times, the Associated Press, and the Washington Post, Greenwald credited the censorship by Lula's regime to Brazilian Supreme Court Judge Alexandra de Moreira, whatever his name is. His Brazilian left is his left-wing allies in the country's largest corporate media outlets, who are moving in lockstep to silence their critics. The Brazilian left is almost entirely united with the country's largest corporate media outlet in supporting this censorship regime. Sound familiar? The leading advocates of this new censorship law include pro-government lawyers, famous pro-Lula YouTube influencers, and even journalists, he wrote. They are now being invited to and fed it in fake news and disinformation conferences in glamorous European capitals sponsored by UN agencies because the EU is eager to obtain such censorship powers for itself and sees Brazil as the first test case for whether the public will tolerate such an aggressive acquisition of dissent suppression authorities by the state. Bolsonaro recently said he will return to his home country and lead his people in opposition against the Lula regime. Speaking in his first interview since leaving Brazil last year after a controversial election loss to De Silva, Bolsonaro said the right-wing movement is not dead and will live on. He plans to work with his supporters in the Brazilian Congress and state governments in support of pro-business policies, anti-abortion efforts, gun rights, and family values. We thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in such matters. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a Christian college in Missouri is asking the United States Supreme Court to halt a Biden administration directive that requires schools to allow male students to be housed in women-only dormitories or use the girls' showers. All right. College of the Ozarks filed a petition for a writ of sotorari, whatever that is, on Monday asking the high court to block a U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development directive forcing the academic institution to open up gender-specific campus dorms to those of the opposite sex. The directive requires the college to reverse its housing policies for 1,300 students, the petition, read the petition in part. And unless the directive is enjoined, it makes the college cease statements of its policies, preventing it from following through on ongoing plans and communications for student student housing consistent with its religious beliefs. This jeopardizes the college's ability to function, 
causes emotional harm to students who rely on the college's housing policies and dissuades Christian students from attending the college. Mm -hmm. Alliance Defending Freedom, a legal nonprofit that has successfully argued religious liberty cases before the Supreme Court, is helping to represent in college ADF Senior Counsel and Vice President of Appellate Advocacy, John Birch said in a statement released Monday that College of the Ozarks should be free to follow the religious tradition on which it was founded. We hope the Supreme Court will take this case to halt the government's inappropriate order targeting religious institutions and respect the privacy, dignity, and safety of female students. Stated Birch, in 2021, President Joe Biden issued an executive order that required the Fair Housing Act anti-discrimination measures to include gender identity under the category of sex. As a result of the change, the college filed suit against the federal government in April 2021, arguing that the new policy would force them to house male students in women's dorms. U.S. District Judge Roseanne Ketchmark of the Western District of Missouri an appointee of former President Barack Obama ruled against the college in May 2021. In July 2022, a three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit upheld the lower court ruling in a two-to-one decision, arguing that the HUD policy did not impact the college. Stephen Michael Colaton, an appointee of former President George W. Bush, authored the majority opinion concluding that existing religious freedom measures sufficiently protected the school. The college's alleged injury also lacks eminence because it is speculative that HUD will file a charge of discrimination against the college in the first place, he wrote. The Title IX, Title IX provides that its anti-discrimination provision shall not apply to an educational institution which is controlled by a religious organization. If applying the prohibition would not be consistent with the religious tenets of the organization, he he added, that even when HUD interpreted the Fair Housing Act to prohibit discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity between 2012 and 2020, the department brought no enforcement action against the college. Circuit Judge Leonard Graz an appointee of former President Donald Trump dissented, arguing that the directive went against the proper process of federal guidance, such as allowing for public comment. An agency's issuance of a guidance document that fails to adhere to the proper administrative procedures may achieve compliance with the government's desired policy outcomes in a territorial means. That is, a legal threat, usually one given in hope of compelling someone to act without resorting to a lawsuit or criminal prosecution. But it skirts the rule of law and undermines our values, he wrote. This is especially true where regulated entities are placed under a sword of Democles, but are denied access to the courts because the sword has not yet fallen. Uh Uh-huh. 
Last September, the college filed a request for a full court hearing before the Eighth Circuit. However, the appeals court denied the rehearing request on September 30th, 2021. So, the Lord wants to do something about this. These people must be praying people, because the Lord told me he wanted us to, to present this tonight. So, it's being presented. Praise the Lord. We thank the righteous judge for his adjudication. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning students at a Kentucky college who tried to organize a revival worship service in the wake of the Asbury University revival found themselves at odds with schools officials over meeting rules. A group of 15 students began holding a gathering at the campus of Union College of Barberville last Friday with their impromptu worship soon swelling to around 150 students. As the meeting was began, according to Fox 56 in Lexington, faculty informed the students that they could not hold the gathering at the school student center. When the gathering grew considerably and began to include non-students, officials said that they could hold the service at the student center, provided they did not include non-students. The organizers of the revival event declined these terms by union leadership and decided to move their worship off campus to the local streets instead. One unnamed student interviewed by Fox 56 explained that school officials just kept harping about a process and said meeting organizers were not even aware before any of this that there even was a process. We knew there was a process for starting clubs and such, but in our eyes, we didn't see this as any different as 10 to 15 of us going to the library to study, said the student. Another student who talked with Fox 56 said that those at the gathering definitely would like to continue something like this on campus, adding that they have talked about it, maybe starting a club one when we can do something like worship once a week or gather together and pray. For its part, Union President Marsha Hawkins released a statement last Friday in which she explained that the college is committed to providing a welcoming for all, regardless of religious affiliation or belief. All proposals for ministry or religious work on campus are accepted by the Office of Spiritual Life, she stated. And under the direction of our campus minister that reviews requests to determine how we can support the activity, whether the materials, signage, space, advertising, or other resources. Regarding last week's worship, <coughs> worship gathering, Hawkins explained that students were advised to visit the campus minister to let him know what they were hoping to do. They were advised of the process to follow by both the dean of students and the college president, and both volunteered to go with the students to meet with the campus minister. She continued, the students chose not to follow the advice. Founded in 1879, Union College is presently affiliated with the United Methodist Church, the second largest Protestant denomination in the United States. Earlier in February, students at Ashbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, began to hold spontaneous and continuous worship at their campus after a scheduled chapel service had concluded. 
The Asbury Revival event, which eventually saw thousands of attendees, including many non-students and people from around the world, has garnered international attention and led to similar gatherings at other schools and churches nationwide. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, it's time for some strategic spiritual warfare concerning these adjudications. In Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Our God reigns. You reign in heaven above and on earth beneath. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Lord, you know what everybody's thinking. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine the vain thing? Some people in authority, in different, some people have put themselves or been placed there by, oh, fascists or something like that, think they can control others against their will. What is that called, Lord? That's Father, we ask for your intervention, adjudication, all these different items that Pastor Sabrina has just read through, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, for the divine intervention, Father God. We thank you, Father God. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. All the benefits of your word, of your promises that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus over all those that have been affected and afflicted in any negative way, Father. And we thank you, Father God, for exposing took a little while, but it's coming to light. The things that are whispered in silent, or uh, whispered in secret, are coming to the light, Father God. And we thank you for bringing things out, Father, in Jesus' name. Even as you said, mm, where is this? Oh, Luke 12, 2. Jesus said, For there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed, and hid that shall not be known. So we thank you, Father God, as we've been praying in agreement, according to Matthew 18, 18, 19, and 20, because you said, put up a quote there, Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven in agreement because of the blood of the covenant. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Not just in Asbury, Kentucky, but every place around the world. There's no distance in the spirit. And we thank you, Father God, for many people that are hungering and thirsting for righteousness. First of all, Father, I want to repent. If I've spoken anything presumptuously, including about closing portals, because we know you want an open heaven for your people, but I want the the, all the little portals the devil tried to op- tried to open to be closed and sealed, and we ask you to do that, Father. But if you want any open heaven for your people, we ask you to open it, Father, including sending your angels to read the word of God over those that can repent, Father God, including those associated with the what happened on January 6th in Washington, D.C. If any of those police officers can be granted the gifts of repentance, those that did rather horrific things, as Patrick Sabrina read through, if you can grant them the gifts of repentance to acknowledge the truth, we ask you to do so. But we know, Lord, you don't like it when people disobey your guidelines. You don't like it when people try to hurt other people. You told us, this is my commandment, that you love one another. How? As I have loved you. Well, we can't do it without your spirit, Lord. We have a hard enough time loving ourselves, let alone our neighbors ourselves. But you told us, kind of that, we'll quote that, but get that. That's your desire. You desire for love. And we thank you for the love that's being shown by people that want to gather together to worship and praise you, Lord. But there's some people that gather together to serve the devil, Father. And we ask you to expose their deeds and bring them to justice, Father God. 
because if, if they refuse to repent, Father God, including those doing witchcraft behind the scenes, we ask for divine intervention and adjudication. Every witchcraft curse sent against every one of the saints globally, return to the sinful heads of those spirits, sending them to do to them what they intend to do to us. In Jesus' name, render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom. Their reproach, wherever they reproach the O Lord, as it is written in Psalm 79, 12. As we plead the blood of Jesus over all those that are, will be your children, Father God. You will not forsake the work of your own hands, Father God. And you know what happened to that, uh, that what was that lady's name, Bo- Boylan, Father God, who was beaten mercilessly, apparently, Father God. We ask for your divine help, Father God, for the family members of those who have been grieved, Father God, not just emotionally grieved, but maybe spiritual trauma, Father God. We ask you to deliver those, the, all those victims from, from January 6th, those that were locked up, kind of a dead of without due process, Father God, that just treated like they were maybe in Nazi Germany, Father God. Sort of sounds like it, Father God. We ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God. Now, there may be some that stepped out of line in some areas, Father God, but some of them were goaded into it by the devil, Father God. And we don't use that as an excuse, but we do repent for our, I do anyway, for my personal sins and generational iniquities, Father God. And when you told us, Father God, that if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We ask for your divine help and intervention, Father God, not just in this country, but in every nation, Father God, every single nation, including in Brazil, Father God, every nation, Father God, in every situation, Father God, including the situation down in Jacksonville, Father God, where there are things being done against some people who have less means because there's some people that have more means that have a, a financial means anyway that, that don't seem to want to treat them with kindness and consideration, Father God. It sounds like the devil's plan, but you said, Father God, in your word, in Psalm 9, verse 18, for the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. That's what you say, Lord, in your word. And you said in Psalm 10, verse 2, the wicked in his pride doth doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the devices that they have imagined. So we ask you to return to sender every one of these attacks and plans and schemes of the enemy, whatever they plan to do to those who are more impoverished, Father God, let it come back on them unless they repent very quickly in the time frame you give them to repent. And we do continue to pray for those who despitefully use us as you ask us to in Luke uh, 6, 28 and Matthew, I think it is 5, 40 something, 544 or something. So we do pray for those, Father God, they can repent, Father God. Those in authority at the Jacksonville Electric Authority, grant them the gifts of repentance, Father God, that they'll turn from their wicked plans, Father God, in Jesus' name, and do things in a more judicious and appropriate way, Father God. Yes, they may have a financial shortfall, but the money, whole thing, money thing is, mm, 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 mm. people think money is worth something. <laughs> this is the funniest thing. It's a created thing, Father God. Created for convenience, only for convenience. Doesn't really help people, does it? Especially the love of money is the root of all evil. We bind that spirit of mammon, the spirit of avarice and mammon and greed and corruption at the, those in the Jacksonville Electric Authority, as well as every nation, Father God, in Jesus' name, in every area, in every region, in the governments, in the corporations, and all those behind the fascist movement, Father God, globally, Father God, in every na- every nation, including Brazil, the United States, God about that, Canada, every nation, Father God, and those in the EU who would like to do the same nonsense there 
as Patsy Sabrina read. Even the liberal people from the people in the New York Times and Washington Post Associated Press seem to think that this is uh, stepping out of line. Could it be? Why do they want to suppress people's opinion to express themselves? And I even heard recently, maybe it's not confirmed, but what is that group called? It's not Twitter or something else. There's one of those social media sites that have a lot of people, and 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 they, the government of the United States wanted to close that down. They're trying to jump in on what Brazil's doing, Father. We're trying to get rid of anybody's ability to communicate, Father God. Father God, we thank you for Bolsonaro coming back to Brazil. We ask you to protect him, and we ask you to raise up the people that are standing for the truth, for those that want to stand for family values, and to protect the unborn, Father God, and those that are protect the businesses that are doing things to help your people and not just the businesses that are lining up to line their pockets and hurt the people, Father God, in collusion with those in government authority that have been placed there, Father God, and not necessarily elected. Father God, we ask for your divine intervention and adjudication concerning what's doing, what's being done by this uh, Lula group, Father God, in, in Jesus' name, down in Brazil, in Jesus' name. Father, many, many people, many, many people have been crying out for your help. Many people in Brazil have been standing up, Father God. And you said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And all the benefits of Psalm 91 over all those, not just in Brazil, the United States, every nation where people in harm's way, Father God, those in Ukraine, some of those people caught in the crosshairs of the, the globalist agenda trying to protect their pocketbooks from all the uh, money laundering and all the other perverse things and all those bioweapons labs that have been uncovered by Russia and in Ukraine, Father God. And all those things that were done in Ukraine that were sponsored by the Department of Defense, Father God. And those things that were, were done by the Biden administration to cause harm even to the people of their supposed allies in Germany, Father God, blowing up the pipeline, which has now been exposed, Father God, even the mainstream news media, Father God, it isn't just whisper down the lane anymore. We thank you for bringing all these things to light, and we give you praise and honor and glory for hearing our prayers, because you said if two of you on earth agree such anything less, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. And we thank you for doing so, Father, in Jesus' name, even as you said in your word, for there's nothing hid that shall not be manifested, not anything kept secret, should not be, should not come abroad. We thank you for exposing what's going on in Brazil, Father God, and bringing to light what's really going on. I thank you for something that I heard just recently, Father God, that goes along with this concerning cut about the, the uh, perverted elections in the United States, as well as the perverted elections in some other places, possibly, Father God. So we ask you for divine help in exposing it all, bringing it all to the light. Those things that are done in secret are being going to be shouted from the housetop. We thank you, Father God, that those people that done nasty, nasty, nasty things, Father God, those people from the different cartels in Mexico that are that are running drugs and, and people and, and multitudes, multitudes of billions of dollars, the money laundering, Father God, through in Arizona and other places, the things that have been done in Brazil, Father God. We thank you for bringing it all to light, Father God. And we ask for divine help and adjudication, Father God, concerning this college, trying to mind their own business, the College of the Ozarks in Missouri, Father God. We ask you, Father God, and you know I've repented of the sins I was involved with, the, the childishness before I came to the Lord, Father God. And I know how I can grieve other people, Father God. It's the, 
nasty thing that people can do when they're controlled by hedonism and lust of the flesh, Father God, and can hurt other people's opinions, Father God. It can even bring demons in to other people's lives. And, Father God, I repent of that, Father God, and, and I'm sure others have too. Father God, put that book on that, but I get that. We ask you to protect all the women, Father God, those women that went to a Christian college thinking they would be protected. We ask you to protect them, Father God, protect their and protect their sensibilities, their emotional status, and their spiritual status, Father God. We thank you for sending your angels to fight for each one. They're more with us than with them. You said that over in in, in uh, 2 Kings chapter, was that, chapter 6. We ask you and all the benefits of sending your angels, Father God. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is bound them. Whatever you loose on earth is loose them. We ask you to loose your obedient angels, warning angels. We thank you for the angel of the Lord that encampeth round about them, that fears you, Lord, and delivers them. Those Christian female students going to the, the college in Missouri, Father God, we ask you to protect them and deliver them, no matter what goes on, Father God. We take it to your court, Lord, the heavenly court, Father God. We come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need with our big brother Jesus. It's because of his blood is sprinkling, sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel, not because we're so righteous. No, not like the Pharisees. They look all shiny, clean, squeaky clean on the outside. Like when I used to be a volunteer chaplain, Father God, and I found out they got a new chaplain in there who actually didn't seem to have a clue to care about Jesus. He was there to make sure people didn't pray for people to be healed, and you couldn't mention the name of Jesus in this. Mm, I think it was a method. Yeah, it was a Methodist-run hospital. That's where I was volunteering, Father God. But you couldn't say the name of Jesus because it might offend somebody. So, Father God, we know that they they have all these different authorities. Trying to keep, trying to protect people, including in Kentucky, Father God. Those people that have to go through this minister to control everything, Father God. And we know, Father God, our battle's not against flesh and blood. Maybe that minister really loves Jesus. I don't know. But I knew about a, a chaplain some years ago who was not a real Christian chaplain, at least not from the heart, from what I understood, because he had these nice, nice interesting draconian laws, Father God. And we, maybe they have other similar agendas, Father God, because the devil's really, 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 really good at what he does. He's, he's very slick, Father God. We ask you to expose the things that need to be exposed, Father. And we're all asked for all these things, Father God, for every one of these areas that Pastor Sabrina has read through. And we thank you for hearing our prayers because you're faithful who promised. And we thank you for the great awakening that's begun. And not just in Kentucky, Father God. There had been a great revival there some year, many years ago, Father God. I think it was over 100 years ago. Tremendous revival, Father God. And we thank you for hearing our prayers for all the children. Even as Pastor Sabrina prayed earlier at the beginning of this worship service, Father God, for all the children. And you don't want any of them to perish, Father God, in Jesus' name. Come about that. You don't want any of them to be hindered from being able to worship you freely without the constraints of Well, we can't have outsiders in there because, we you know, they're not paying tuition. And we don't want to have to pay for their whatever. Their dirty feet to come onto our campus. So, Father God, you are no respecter of persons. We ask you, Father, now there may be some that want to come in to mess things up, Father God, but you'll have to you'll have to make that discernment, Father God. Grant that people that are involved discernment. Help us all and all all those in Kentucky and every place where people are gathering to be wise as serpents, as harmless as doves. In Jesus' name, we ask for a divine help and intervention. In Jesus' name, and you said what you would do, Father, and you're doing it, and we give you praise and honor and glory in giving all the children of every descendant, of every believer, including those in Kentucky and every area, hunger and a thirst for righteousness, Father, in Jesus' name. Even my, my wife's uh, aunt and her great 
the Andra, how you pronounce it, in her great uh, in her 90s, the mid 90s. She heard about this revival starting in Kentucky, Father God. She was so thrilled and excited. We thank you for encouraging people, Father God, to actually be willing to open up their hearts to the living God who does love them with such an extravagant mercy that even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And they repented, Father God. And that's what you require of each of us is repentance, Father God, so that we can be your houses, so we can continue to rejoice in the Lord always. You said, we're your house if we're always rejoicing in the Lord and not murmuring and complaining. You don't seem to like murmuring and complaining very much. You made that abundantly clear. So that we thank you for these people just, just choosing to walk off the campus to gather and worship you, Lord, rather than complain against those in authority at their, at their college, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for working in many areas, Father God. And, and I heard cut about a lady who has been an intercessor. I don't even know where she's from. Cut about that. Some wonderful, wonderful praise reports, Father God. And she said that, that these revivals are sparking in different places, in Ohio and even Maine and different places, Father God, all around the, in the United States. There is an awakening, Father. And we thank you for what you're doing because you said, in, and, and we know that Donald Trump's great aunts, in the Hebrides in Scotland, and praised them 70 years ago. And they kept praying this, Father God, because they were so grieved that the young people were going out and getting sl- smashed and sloshed on Saturday night, and the churches were empty on Sunday, Father God. And they prayed, and they were grieved what was happening, Father God. So they prayed, and you heard their prayers, Father God, and you were hearing our prayers. And we not just our prayers, the prayers of all these other people all over the world, Father God, not just in Ukraine, not just the people that are in immediate harm's way, not just the people that are chilly in Europe, Father God, physically chilly, those people that are getting hungry in Africa and different nations, Father God, those people that have been denied the ability to grow food, those people in the southern hemisphere where their crops aren't coming in quite as, as abundantly as they used to, Father God. Cut about that big. And you said, Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not. O Jacob, my servant, thou judgment whom I have chosen. For I'll pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I'll pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. We ask you to do that, Father, because you promised us, Father. You said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then we'll hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. And you told us, Father God, that sometimes things that happen, they happen for a reason. So the curse causes does not come in Proverbs 26, 2. So you said, in Second uh, Chronicles 6, 24, if thy people Israel be put to the worst before the enemy because they have sinned against thee and shall return and confess thy name and pray and make supplication to thee before this house, then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy people, Israel, and bring them again into the land which thou givest, which thou gavest to them and to their fathers. And you said, when the heaven be shut up and there is no rain, this is in Second Chronicles six twenty six, because they have sinned against me, sinned against thee. Yet if they pray toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin, and dost when, when thou dost afflict them, then hear thou from heaven and forgive their sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel, when thou hast taught them the good way wherein they should walk and send rain upon the land which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. You said you're going to rain down righteousness. You said, in the light of the king's countenance, his life, his favor is as a crowd 
as a cloud of the latter rain. And it's not just for the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not just the Jewish people. It's Jew and Gentile alike. And you said in Second Chronicles 6.32 and following, Moreover, concerning the stranger, which is not of thy people, Israel, but cometh from a far country, for thy great namesake, and the mighty hand, and stretched out arm, if they come and pray in this house, then hear thou from heaven, even from thy dwelling place, and do according to all that the stranger called to thee for. We're all probably strangers, Father. Maybe there's some Jewish people in our gathering. From, from the true descendants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Father God, about that. According to the, all the stranger called to thee for, that all the people of the earth may know thy name and send and, and fear thee, as does thy people Israel. They may know that this house, which Solomon said, which I have built, is called by thy name. Well, Father, we have a new house. We're the house of the Lord. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Jesus came to build the temple. And we're his temple. Where is that, Father? Oh, it's in First Chronicles, uh, First Corinthians. Now, I was in Chronicles before, now we're into Corinthians, New Testament. First Corinthians, where is it? Six, chapter six. That's where it is. You told us that we're supposed to flee fornication. That's where the people in the, in the Ozarks College, they don't want to have the boys and girls in the same dorms, Father. You told us to flee fornication because you said, I'm going to just read that scripture because, I don't know, somebody might want to hear it. In 1 Corinthians 6, beginning in verse 18, flee fornication, every sin that a man doeth without the body, every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but... He that committeth fornication sinned against his own body. Father, forgive our family members that have done that. And those of us who have not yet repented, we repent, Father God, in Jesus' name. If we've done that in the past, Father, in Jesus' name. Of course, we're not new creatures now. In verse 19, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God? You're not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. Hey, we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Could take heed therefore unto yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Ghost made you overseas to feed the church of God, which he God, the only creator of God, which he God hath purchased with his own blood. I don't belong to Marshall. I don't belong to the devil anymore. Used to by my deeds, but I don't anymore. I've repented of that. I turned from it. And Father God, we belong to the living God and to your blessed Son, the Savior of the world. His name is Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. We thank you for saving us because of the blood of covenant. We plead and sprinkle the blood of Jesus over every access to each and every one of us. And we speak blindness to the enemy, mutinous to the enemy, and we only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each and every one of us. And we thank you, Father, for raising us up together with Christ Jesus and seating us in heavenly places as joint heirs with Christ, Father God. According to Ephesians chapter 2, 4 to 6, according to Romans uh, chapter 8, 15 to 17, and we thank you for that in Jesus' name. We thank you that Jesus said the things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. <clears throat> well, we're not doing it by our own cleverness or bootstraps, Father God. It's by your spirit. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by your spirit. We thank you for pouring forth of your spirit all over your earth, Lord. We thank you for the great awakening, Father God, of the body of Christ that has begun, Father God. And it's spreading, and it's spreading, and it's spreading more and more, not just just in Kentucky, Father God. And we ask you to deliver all those. In all these areas with the so-called red states, Father God, 
where some people are taking stuff from what happened in uh, the, uh, western Ohio, and they're trying to pump some of that nasty stuff into the wells, whatever it is, for the fracking in some of the more red states, Father God. We ask, if that's truly true, I don't know if it's true. But, Father God, we ask you to deliver those in harm's way, Father God, from every plan and wile and scheme of the enemy. Expose everything that's going on. Expose the plans of the enemy, but pour forth of your spirit. Help us all to shift our eyes, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. Yeah, he hung on that tree. Why? Because he's love, and he loves everyone. He loves his police officers in Washington, D.C., that didn't know what they were doing. He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He said, Our faith worketh by love. You know, people just want to repent of their sins and turn to you, Lord. So we thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Because nobody comes to Lord Jesus, Savior, draw. We thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, all over your earth, Father God, including those in Brazil, Father, that need it, Father God, in Jesus' name. And those that, that can turn from their sins, Father God, those in every area and every nation, Father God, where they're doing things, including the <coughs> in the EU, Father God, those that would like to control their people and put more draconian censorship in place, Father God, <coughs> including those in the United States, that's called the United States, Father God, the Corporation of the United States, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for many people standing up for what was supposed to be the United States, the Republic of the United States, Father God, and standing up for the truth. And waking up, waking up, waking up the body of Christ all over your earth, Father God, in Jesus' name. And causing your people to pray under the unction of your spirit the way you want. You said in Ephesians 5.14, Wherefore he says, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. We thank you, Father God, for waking up the sleeping giant, waking up the body of Christ, nudging the body of Christ to wake up, waking up, waking up, waking up. Those that are gathering say, well, we just have to wear these masks because they're going to protect us from this unseeable thing because, because oh, but you mean they lied to us about this and they lied to us about that. You mean maybe the masks don't even protect us anymore. Maybe we can have communion and not have to have masks on, Father God. Father God, we thank you for waking up the body of Christ, that it would lull into slumber, Father God. Lum, lull, especially those that have people in the public school system. Those that have been lulled into going along with going along to get along. Those that think the Christian doctrine is just to, to, walk, to walk in love and be a doormat, Father God. We thank you for waking up because you are a mighty God. You are a mighty, mighty, mighty God. And you overcame the enemy when you brought out the Egyptian, when you brought out the Israelites out of Egypt, Father God. Your arm's not too short to save. You, what you've done once, you're going to do it again. The Lord is my strength and songs. Become my salvation, it says in Exodus 15, 2. I'll prepare him in habitation. We need to be his house. What, no, you're not. He is in you. He's greater than he is in the world. We'll prepare him a habitation. My father's God. Or maybe, my, maybe not my immediate father's God, but my great-grandfather, great-great-great. Some going back there. And we thank you, Father God, for hearing the, the prayers of our ancestors, Father God, including Sabrina Sessions' grandmother's prayers. For all the descendants of every believer. All the descendants of every believer. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom of the stone. 
those in Brazil that are planning to harm your people, Father God. Thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, has dashed in pieces the enemy. In the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. These people that are rising up against thee, those people that are rising against your children, they are trying to do expressive grievances on January 6th, two years ago, whatever it is, Father God. We thank you for defending them, protecting them, Father God. Those who rose up against thee, thou sendest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. You know how to deal with them, Father God, in Jesus' name. You inhabit the praises of your people, so we give you praise and honor and glory, Father, for what you have done in the past and what you're going to do. You woke up the body of Christ in the Hebrides, Father God, and that revival spread all over the place. There have been many revivals from many different people that gathered, Father God. Many people gathered and planted the seeds. In the, in the hearts of our ancestors, Father God. <clears throat> Those seeds are coming to fruition, Father God, that, because your word will never return void. And they sing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb over in Revelation 15:3. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints, who shall not fear thee, even those who shall not fear thee, O Lord, when I was just a child, I heard a beautiful story. How you loved me so much that you died. 